the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. And it is the atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ that enables our prayers to be heard by God. It is the atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ that makes our prayers effectual. And without the atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ mixed with, if you will, our prayers, our prayers would never reach the ceiling much less the throne of God in His presence. In the Old Testament, only the priests and prophets were able to communicate with God, and it was very conditional. But thanks to Jesus, all of the Old Testament conditions for communicating with God went out the window. In today's message, Pastor Dan will be sharing how our prayers and Jesus' sacrifice on the cross makes a way for us to be able to talk to God If we believe in Jesus and are saved, then the Holy Spirit, who is God, dwells within us, and we are able to always be near God. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Revelation chapter 8 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Revelation chapter 8, beginning with verse 1. When he, Jesus, opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about a half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. And then another angel, having a golden censer, came and stood at the altar, and he was given much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and threw it to the earth. Doesn't that sound cool? And there were noises, thunderings, lightnings, and and an earthquake. And so the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. The first angel sounded, and hail and fire followed, mingled with blood, and they were thrown to the earth. And a third of the trees were burned up, and all green grass was burned. And then the second angel sounded, and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea, And a third of the sea became blood, and a third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. And then the third angel sounded, and a great star fell from heaven, burning like a torch, and it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. And the name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters became Wormwood. And many men died from the water because it was made bitter. 
Then the fourth angel sounded, and a third of the sun was struck, a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of them were darkened, a third of the day did not shine, and likewise the night. And I looked, and I heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe. And he's not singing feelings. <laughs> woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because of the remaining blasts of the trumpet of the three angels who are about to sound. Well, uh, today we have the last seal judgment and the beginning of the trumpet judgments. If you remember back in chapter 5, Jesus stood up and he took the scroll from the right hand of the Father, and that scroll that we said it was the title deed to the earth. And so Jesus is reclaiming the earth from mankind. And if you remember, Jesus in chapter 6 began to open the seals uh, on that scroll. There were seven seals on that scroll, and Jesus began to open the seals one by one. And he would open a seal, and that would allow him to unroll a portion of the scroll until he got to the second seal. And then he opened the second seal and he could unroll some more of the scroll until he got to the third seal. Then he opened the third seal and so on and so on. And with each seal that he opened, judgment fell upon the earth in a different form of judgment with each seal. And now in chapter 8, there's one seal left on the scroll, the seventh seal. Uh, And once the seventh seal is opened... Then we have the seven trumpet judgments. And the seven trumpet judgments will be followed by the seven bowl judgments. The trumpet judgments are contained in the seventh seal. And then the bowl judgments are contained in the seventh trumpet. And so here in chapter 8, when Jesus opens that last seal on the scroll, the scroll in essence now is completely unrolled. The scroll is completely opened and the contents, the remaining contents of the scroll can be seen. And and so now as he opens this seventh seal, the scroll is completely unrolled and, and the entire book of Revelation, the rest of God's plan for this earth is seen by those in heaven. They can see now the rest of the story that is contained in that scroll. And so we see in verse 1, when he opened the seventh seal, and now the scroll is completely unrolled, and they can see the remainder of God's plan for the earth and for mankind. Once that seal is open, there was silence in heaven for about a half an hour. Once Jesus opens that seventh seal and the scroll is unrolled, the rest of God's plan is in view and heaven falls silent as they see what's to come, what's left for the earth, what what God's plan is that remains in that scroll. Now it's all laid out before them and, and heaven just falls silent and still. God on his throne in heaven sits silently. Jesus, the Lamb of God in heaven, is silent. The four living creatures, when they see what is left on that scroll and what is to come upon the earth, the four living creatures that are there in heaven around the throne of God, silent. The 24 elders, 
the millions upon millions of angels that are around the throne of God, the millions upon millions of believers that are around the throne of God in heaven, completely still, completely silent. And if you remember, if you were with us, when the first six seals were opened, those first six seals resulted in war upon the earth and violence and famine and earthquakes upon the earth. We saw in chapter 6, a quarter of the world's population perishes. And yet, none of those previous judgments brought a hush over heaven. None of those previous judgments caused heaven to fall silent. But now, with the opening of the seventh seal, and the scroll is unrolled the rest of the way, now heaven is silent. Before this, heaven was filled with sound. I've pointed out to you along the way that heaven is loud. It's very loud. We've seen that over and over in our study of Revelation. We've seen the the angels in heaven speaking with a loud voice, it says. The believers crying out with a loud voice in heaven. There's loud worship in heaven. There's joyful noise and praise and singing in, in heaven. But now when Jesus breaks that seventh seal and unrolls the scroll the rest of the way, the singing stops, the praising stops. Heaven becomes completely silent, which tells us the judgments that are yet to come are much more horrible than the judgments that have already happened. And everybody is still. In verse 1, again, it says there was silence in heaven for about a half an hour. John noted the length of the silence in heaven. It was about a half an hour of just silence. Half, you, might, you might think, well, well, half an hour isn't that long. Well, it is depending on the circumstances. 30 minutes is a long time if your child is missing. 30 minutes is a long time if you're waiting for an ambulance. Three minutes can be a long time depending on the circumstances. Verse 2, And I saw seven angels who stand before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. And so John then, after this 30 minutes of silence in heaven, he sees seven angels, and it says these seven angels stand before God, which is a place of prominence. If you remember in the Gospel of Luke chapter 1, when the angel Gabriel appeared to Zacharias in the temple to announce to him that he would have a son, John the Baptist, Uh, the angel Gabriel described himself saying, I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of God. And so standing in the presence of God is, is is a position of prominence. And these seven angels had that same honored place as Gabriel did in the presence of God. And it says these seven angels were each given seven, each given a trumpet. Uh, and these seven angels will sound the, these seven trumpets as we move through uh, this chapter. And as each, each trumpet is sounded, uh, a new judgment is poured out upon the earth. Now, trumpets have a, a very significant place in the scriptures. Uh, in the Old Testament, we see trumpets were used to call the children of Israel to an assembly. They were used in battle to direct armies. They were used to announce special occasions, holidays, feasts, special events, that kind of thing. Trumpets were used to warn the people of of approaching danger, the watchmen on the walls, 
In Ezekiel 33, they have trumpets. In Exodus chapter 19, verse 19, a trumpet was sounded when God came down upon Mount Sinai to give the law to mankind. And so you see trumpets used throughout the Old Testament uh, in in a very significant way. But I I think one story in the Bible that parallels uh, the seven trumpet judgments of Revelation is the story of the destruction of the city of Jericho. Uh, back in the Old Testament, in Joshua chapter 6. That's probably a story you're familiar with. Verse 3. So this is the instruction the Lord gave to Joshua and the children of Israel to conquer the city of Jericho, the first city they came to in the Promised Land. You're listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City, Maryland. We'll return to the second half of today's message in a moment. But first, here's a word from Pastor Dan. It's my privilege to share the Word of God with you through our radio ministry, Ring of Truth. Thank you for tuning in each day. Hey, I would love to hear from you. Will you take a moment to email me to tell me how these daily studies have ministered to you? I want to hear your story. You can email me through our website at calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor Dan. Now let's join him again for the conclusion of today's edition of Ring of Truth. The Lord said to them, You shall march around the city, all you men of war. You shall go around the city once. This you shall do six days. And then it says, And seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. And so they're to be led by seven priests, with seven trumpets. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and then the priests shall blow the trumpets, and it shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, with the trumpets, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout, and then the wall of the city will fall down flat." And the people shall go up every man straight before him into the city. Israel uh, had seven priests with seven trumpets. And when those seven priests sounded their trumpets, the people shouted with a great shout and the walls of Jericho fell down flat. In Revelation chapter eight, you've got seven angels with seven trumpets. And when those angels sound their trumpets, The walls of the world are going to fall down flat. It's going to bring destruction upon the earth. And then after the seventh trumpet, if you turn to Revelation 11, verse 15, here's the seventh trumpet, and look what it says. Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Christ and he shall reign forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, right? (laughs) And so these, uh, these trumpet judgments come just before the second coming of Jesus Christ to the earth when he establishes his kingdom on the earth and he rules forever and ever as King of kings and Lord of lords. And so this, these trumpet judgments now, they begin really, uh, the last section of the book of Revelation. This is the last half of the tribulation just before Jesus Christ returns 
to the earth to establish his kingdom. And so this is probably a good time to remind you that the church is in heaven beginning back in chapter 4. Remember that? Don't forget that as we're looking at these judgments. The church is already in heaven in chapter 4 before the tribulation begins. Praise the Lord, right? Uh, So this is a time of God's wrath upon the earth. God hasn't appointed us to wrath, but to have salvation through Jesus Christ. So so we're not going to be here. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you're not going to be here through this. Uh, Look at verse 3. So you've got your seven angels with the seven trumpets. And then verse 3, Then another angel, having a golden censer, came and stood at the altar, and he was given much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne, and the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. And so John now sees another angel. And have you noticed how the angels play such a significant role in fulfilling God's plan for the earth? They're, 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 they're servants, they're ministering spirits serving in fulfilling and carrying out God's plan for the earth. And this, this angel, he has a golden censer, and he came and he stood, it says, at the altar in heaven. Remember, uh, the earthly tabernacle that's described in Exodus, we're told it was a pattern of the tabernacle in heaven. Uh, and so th- what you see described in Exodus, the tabernacle that Moses assembled, That's a pattern. That's a copy of the tabernacle that's in heaven. In heaven, there's an altar of incense, just like the tabernacle on earth had an altar of incense. There's an altar of incense in heaven where incense is is offered. In Exodus chapter 30, it describes this altar of incense that was in the earthly tabernacle. We're also told in Exodus 30 that the priests made a, a special blend Uh, if you will, of incense to be offered in the tabernacle, later in the temple. And it was only for the tabernacle. You weren't allowed to make it for personal use. The recipe is given for us in Exodus chapter 30, beginning in verse 24, but you weren't allowed to make it for your own personal use. So you couldn't make, you know, like potpourri for your house that was with the same ingredients or some kind of essential oil. That's a big thing right now, isn't it? You couldn't make essential oil out of the incense that was only to be used in the tabernacle. Uh, It it was only for the tabernacle. And then the priests would have this incense. It was in a powder form. And Leviticus 16 tells us that the priests would get fire from the altar of sacrifice, where sacrifices for sins were made. They would get some of the coals and put it in their censer. And they'd have some of the incense and they would go into the tabernacle to the altar of incense. And there on the altar of incense, they would put the incense, they would add the coals and they would burn the incense and the fire that was added to the incense. It caused the incense to smoke this thick smoke and the smoke filled the tabernacle and the smoke of the incense. It represented the prayers of the saints going up to heaven to the throne of God, where God would hear their their prayers. And and so the the smoke is the the prayers of the saints going into the presence 
of God. Notice in verse 4, And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. Uh, David wrote in the Psalms, Let my prayer be set before you as incense. Meaning going up into the presence of God. And so they would add the fire to the incense. It would cause the smoke. And the smoke was symbolic of the prayers of the saints going up before the presence of God. Without the fire, there was no smoke. I don't want to get too elementary on you here, but if you don't, if you don't have the fire, there's no smoke. And there's no smoke, it's not going to go up before the presence of God. Now, for you Bible people and note takers, the fire from the altar represents the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. It represents his atoning death on the cross for our sins. And it is the atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ that enables our prayers to be heard by God. It is the atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ that makes our prayers effectual. And without the atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ mixed with, if you will, our prayers, our prayers would never reach the ceiling, much less the throne of God in his presence. And so it's a picture of the atoning sacrifice of Christ added to our prayers. That's what gets it into heaven. It gets it into God's presence. And look at verse 3 and 4 again. Verse 3 and 4 tell us that in heaven there is this angel that is standing before the altar of incense and he is presenting incense, it says, along with the prayers of the saints. Now, what prayers of the saints was this angel offering? Well, I believe it's the prayers from chapter 6 of the tribulation martyrs, the believers that are killed during the tribulation. If you go back to chapter 6, verse 9, and when he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth? And then a white robe was given to each of them, and it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren who would be killed as they were was completed. And so these uh, tribulation saints, these martyrs during the tribulation, are praying and asking God, How long until you avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth? And in chapter 6, the Lord says, Wait a little while longer. And I believe now when we get to chapter 8, now is when God begins to avenge their blood on those upon the earth. Now watch what happens in verse 5. The angel took the censer that's got the fire in it from the altar, and it says, and he threw it down to the earth. Heaves it down there. (laughs) And there was noises, literally voices. Think about it. There's voices in the sky, thunderings, lightnings, and an earthquake. And so this fire from the altar of sacrifice, which is symbolic of, of God's wrath and God's judgment against sin, is now cast down to the earth. God has offered salvation to the world through Jesus Christ, and at this point the world has rejected God's salvation. They've rejected His Son, Jesus Christ. And so now God takes, uh, takes this, this 
fire and he casts it down to the earth upon the inhabitants of the earth. He asked me how I know and I say brings truer than the finest crystal. You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. If you'd like to hear this message in the book of Revelation again, feel free to find it at calvaryec.com. Simply look under the media tab. There are a variety of messages from this series and other series as well. As you browse our website, you'll get a better understanding of the church that supports this radio ministry, Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. In fact, If you're in the area and would like to hear more of Pastor Dan's teachings in person, come join us this weekend. Our website has all the information you need as far as directions to our location and service times. We'd be so happy to connect with you and hear what you've learned from listening to Ring of Truth. If you'd rather get some information over the phone, we can do that too. Our number is 410-491-4592. That number, once again, is 410-491-4592. Please let us know how we can be praying for you as you listen to these messages from the book of Revelation. Pastor Dan will continue teaching through the book of Revelation next time, so don't miss a single edition as he explores this fascinating final book of the Bible. We're so glad you took the time to tune in to today's message, and we hope you'll continue to be a part of our listening audience. We'll catch you next time, right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.